welcome to a new episode of Muscle Fitness Health with me, Ads Fitness. And today we're going to talk protein shakes a little and we're going to talk on intra-workout nutrition. I'm going to explain to you why for years now I have not had protein shakes after the gym myself and I no longer use them with clients. And I say no longer, I haven't used them with clients for about five years. And you're going to understand why after this. Firstly, let's get something straight, right? It works brilliant for marketing companies, but a protein shake, whey protein, is not something full of special magical ingredients that will make you gain muscle. You know, when people ask me if I use protein shakes or if I use them with clients, the first, the thought that goes through my head is like, that's like asking, do you use chicken? Okay, whey protein is just another protein source. It's just like chicken, just like steak, whatever. But it does have, like those I've just mentioned, it does have like a high quality amino acid profile. That, you know, a profile that's on par with a lot of like the animal meat sources, protein sources. The thing where whey is useful is its convenience. Yes, it does digest quicker. But in reality, if you have your intra-workout nutrition on point, there are far more effective ways to make sure that you're getting the maximum return when you finish training. So the use of whey protein shakes for me is more just like a basis of convenience. Okay, like if someone's got to eat a lot of protein in their diet, whey protein can be easier to consume, it can be easier to digest. Um, and also it's really, really quick, isn't it? I mean, how long does it take to put a scoop away in some water, shake it up and drink it? Now, I used to, a long time ago, use protein shakes after the gym. But what I tend to do now is focus on that intra-workout nutrition rather than just throwing the nutrients in after training. After training is still key. But an analogy I like to use is it's a bit like your, if you're trying to build muscle when you train, it's a bit it's a bit like you're adding an extension on your house, right? Now, if you want to make that house bigger, why would you want to allow it all to be knocked down, falling apart before you actually start to build on top. Because effectively, when we're in the gym, that's what we're doing. We're tearing down that muscle tissue. Now, why are we going to wait to you know keep taking these bricks away before we start adding them again? Surely it's better to make sure that we're sort of maintaining things and taking advantage of being able to build from the moment that stimulus is created. So here's what happens. When you go in the gym, you start training and you will start to use up glycogen for energy. You will tear down that muscle tissue. And during that process, as long as you have the right nutrients available, you will be able to switch on the machinery to say build. You have increased insulin sensitivity in the muscle tissue. So as you're training, that muscle becomes primed to take up nutrients, okay? So when the muscle is depleted, it does enhance that nutrient uptake. And that's one of the reasons why we still have these bigger meals after training. However, if you could keep that body in a state where it's almost wanting to be anabolic and build during your training session, then you're only going to add to that by having the correct nutrition afterwards. So one of the things I like to do is tend to use with many clients and stuff, and this is you know, a personal preference with anyone, but 
I, like a lot of people, like to have something a little lighter before I train. So having like a whey shake with, with sort of oats or something before training, to me, like that gives me a great workout because it will sit nicely on my stomach rather than, you know, feeling full or bloated or anything during training because those foods digest relatively easily, low in fiber and what have you. So there's nothing, no bulk sort of sitting in your stomach while you train. Now, I will then, during training, sip on an intra-workout drink, which will contain some carbs and will also contain branched-chain amino acids, even some extra extra essential amino acids as well. What I'm doing there is actually putting those building blocks in place during the workout. So as I'm training, that insulin sensitivity is increasing in muscle tissue. I'm also using up that glucose in my bloodstream. Now, if I'm sipping on those carbs during my workout, I'm not only restoring a lot of that glucose in the blood, so I'm not having to use up as much muscle glycogen for energy, but I'm also giving some of those nutrients to start replenishing that muscle glycogen at the point where that stimulus or that increased insulin sensitivity is at its highest, okay? You know, if you're starting your workout, you think about it, if you're then having a meal an hour later, Okay, well, this is a whole hour whilst you're training where your body is in a state during training where it's primed to take up nutrients. Take advantage of that, okay? Because the other thing as well, if you're just going to have like, even if you have some fast digesting carbs after training, those carbs still need to then be digested, okay? They still need to be taken in uh, to the bloodstream and uploaded into muscle glycogen. They still need to pass through the, the stomach and the intestine. So effectively, you're going to probably be looking at another hour before those nutrients are actually getting into the muscle. If you have the right work, the right pre-workout nutrition, you're already starting that process off because then by, by the time you're training, that glucose sitting in the bloodstream, providing you with that energy, continuing with your intra-workout nutrition so that those building blocks and that repair process is effectively going on during training. You're telling the body to build whilst you are still in the gym effectively. Now, when it comes down to those carb sources, one that I've been using now for years, pretty much since it first came on the market, probably around eight years ago now, is branched cyclic dextrin. Now, with a lot of clients, I would just use waxy mazy starch, dextrose, the main reason being the difference between those and branched cyclic dextrin is not huge, okay? But if you're a serious athlete, there is a difference. And another thing about taking in carbs during your training, especially those fast digesting carbs, be it dextrose, be it waxy mazy starch, be it highly branched cyclic dextrin, is that you're actually going to aid the immune recovery response as well. You're going to aid the central nervous system recovery, okay? Let's not forget that when you train, whilst of course, overall, it's good for your health, training hard at high intensities does batter the immune system. And it has been shown loads of studies that that recovery of the immune system is going to be a lot, lot quicker if you are consuming carbs during your workout. Um, the other thing as well is if you're trying to get particularly lean and you're on X amount of carbs a day, you're monitoring this and you know, you're, you're depleting your carbs a little, well, you want to make sure 
that the greatest percentage of those carbs that you do take in, the greatest percentage possible of them, is actually going to be used for muscle glycogen uptake and for energy that you're expending as opposed to being excess and being stored as body fat. So that's where positioning those carbs at the right times, i.e. around that workout, will give you the best results. If it fits your macros, people, great on a day-to-day basis just for, you know, it can help you to get in shape. But we're talking about what's optimal here. And that's where the timing is important because of the state change of muscle tissue throughout the day, that that change in your hormonal response. If you are increasing insulin sensitivity in muscle tissue, when that is heightened, then there is a gr- far greater chance of those carbs being used either for fuel or muscle uptake rather than being stored as body fat, as I mentioned. Now, Highly branched cyclic dextrin, when compared to dextrose or waxy mazy starch, actually will get into the muscle. It will, will get firstly into the bloodstream via small intestine, large intestine, sorry. It will get into the bloodstream far quicker than even a glucose, straight glucose drink will. Now, the reason being, highly branched cyclic dextrin is what we call low osmolity. And it's also high molecular weight, which is important for another reason, which I'll come on to in a moment. The low osmolality means that it digests extremely rapidly, passes through the large intestine extremely quickly, and actually gets into the blood in the form of glucose quicker than you drinking straight glucose itself. Okay, now once that that um, mixture is, into, is in the bloodstream is glucose, whilst you're training and just after training, those muscles are primed to take it up. So it's going to be delivered to the muscle cells that need that energy that have been depleted from glucose because of that heightened insulin sensitivity in the muscle tissue because of that training session that you're undertaking or have just undertaken. Now, the relevance of the high molecular weight is that if things have a greater mass, they have a greater attraction property to other objects, right? Look at gravity, for example. Now, this means that it does also have an effect on taking other nutrients into the muscle tissue with it. So as you're sort of drinking that that mixture, if you're having other essential amino acids and particularly BCAAs in there, so you're getting a decent dose of leucine, which will switch on the building machinery, those nutrients are more likely to be taken up into that muscle tissue and used for what they're needed as well. So... Two big benefits for highly branched cyclic dextrin over dextrose and waxy maize. I also find with clients that if I am using highly branched cyclic dextrin, I can actually get away with giving them a little more carbs in that intra-workout drink than I would with dextrose or waxy maize alone. So there's another benefit there. The downside, and this is why I don't just use highly branched cyclic dextrin with everyone, is the cost. It is pound for pound almost 10 times more expensive than dextrose. So that is why I tend to reserve it for more serious clients, more serious trainees, where they will actually notice the huge benefit from it. All right, guys, I hope this has been useful. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.